Americans. I'm Ed Waters, your host, and this morning we're going to get right into the news out of Oregon. You know, baby food everywhere in the world today, and I'm telling you, these people here in Oregon, well, we've got some issues. Recently, starting January 1st, we started a plastic ban. Yes, the baby food is so bad here in Oregon and probably around the world. Well, they issued a plastic ban. You go into a grocery store and you buy your groceries. Yes, you're going to pay for your bag now. Five cents for every bag. And you know, the purpose of this ban is to get rid of plastic bags. Well, you know, you go into Walmart, and by God, they're selling plastic bags, five cents a piece. Does that make sense at all? How is this retail chain allowed to implement a policy where they can sell you a plastic bag? Because, yes, you take it home, and you wash it out, and you reuse it. We'll get into that a little bit later on into the show where it tells you, you know, you can use a bag a hundred and I believe it's 125 times and then it's considered reusable. Well, you know, I can use that bag twice and it's ripped, torn up and depleted. How is that a reusable bag and how is it? We allow Walmart and all of these big corporations to skirt laws. These laws are meant to help, and it tends to be more of a hindrance. Do you know the complication, especially for a disabled or an elderly person, that this ban put on them? It's nonsense. Well, just a moment, and let's listen to the beginning of an emotional plea from one of those 
that is concerned about the world and everything in it. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? For more than 30 years, the science has been crystal clear. How dare you continue to look away and come here saying that you're doing enough when the politics and solutions needed are still nowhere in sight. You say you hear us and that you understand the urgency. But no matter how sad and angry I am, I do not want to believe that. Because if you really understood the situation and still kept on failing to act, then you would be evil, and that I refuse to believe. That was Miss Greta Thurnberg. This young lady has been the poster child for this cause of environmental warming and environmental dysfunction in the world. I can really feel for this young woman. However, I am kind of appalled at the adults for even using or considering using a child or children to push their agenda. It's one of those things that we just have to get out of that practice. Children need to enjoy their childhood and youthful days. We do not need a bunch of people that are using children to establish themselves. It's wrong. Anyway, let's get back to this plastic issue here in Oregon. Oregon issued a plastic bag ban, a single-use bag ban, and you cannot use bags like that in the state of Oregon. We're going to listen to the Oregon legislator where they cite three reasons for this plastic bag ban. Let's listen in real quick. Here is one of the chief sponsors of the bill, Representative Salmon from House District 30. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I am excited to bring forward House Bill 2509, a sustainable shopping initiative. I'm really incredibly honored to work with Representative Gorsuch and Rep Representative Peluso on this issue. And I personally am bringing this forward for three reasons, environmental, economic, and statewide consistency. So environmental, because plastics are wreaking havoc on our environment, on our land, and in our waterways. Uh, they can commonly be mistaken for 
food by animals in our sea life and can cause pain and distress to those that ingest the material. The plastic that is ingested by our own food chain can end up in our own bodies as well. The havoc doesn't stop with animals. These bags get into our oceans and infiltrate our natural resources, but with unappealing and visible waste that costs millions of dollars each year to clean up. Economic. Because those costs are not just for cleanup, they also come with a cost to our MRFs and PERFs, and that's our material recovery facilities and our plastic recycling facilities. When the bags come in mistakenly in our curbside, they actually can bind up machinery. So the costs can come with the machine repair as well as labor costs. And statewide consistency. Because cities across this state, 16 of them by by the fact, um, they have been implementing city-by-city city ordinances to remove single-use shopping bags out of retail establishments. We've heard from cities, counties, grocers, business, the environmental community that say we need a statewide policy to address the consistency and communication to our public. The uniformity it provides to our cities and businesses is crucial to the economic development and planning for our regions. As recent as in November, the city of Hillsborough adopted their own policy to eliminate the use of single-use of, of single bags, and it was crafted and brought forward to the finish line to, from our Youth Advisory Council. These are high school students. They researched, they spoke to the community, they collaborated with businesses, and they made that policy policy cross the finish line strong. I am so proud to have them here with me today. Have them, <laughs> have them, um, they're going to be testifying in our, commun our, our, our uh, committee meeting later. And as a legislative body, we have a very unique opportunity to cement this policy into law and do our part as Oregonians to protect our beautiful environment and support our local businesses. So I look forward to seeing this piece of legislation cross the finish line strong this year and grabbing my bag and heading to the grocery store. Thank you. And yet again, here we go. We have students up there being used for political gains. This has to stop. It's all right to teach our kids civics and politics, political science, all of this stuff. But it needs to be done at the home or in the classroom, not in the halls of our legislator. It is not a place for children. This nonsense has to stop. I appreciate the effort of all of these youth that step up for that job. But it's not your job. It's the job of adults. And these adults have to stop acting like children. And they need to start going to work very hard and fixing what is broken, not only here in Oregon, but around the world. And this nonsense has to stop this ban in Oregon. I understand and I really applaud the effort to change this plastic issue. These are ill efforts. These are very shallow plans. And I wonder if it's just for monetary gain in the long run. Why are we stuck with such a bill that 
makes it so hard for so many to go to the store and just do a simple shopping task. A lot of people were very unaware and uninformed when this hit January 1st. And you should have seen the cluster mess within Walmart that day. I myself went in and really I was unaware about this plastic ban. And I'm pretty on top of things. So it hit like a ton of bricks. And the inconvenience of it all is just disastrous. Now, the thing that really gets me is before January 1st, we went to the store. We could get plastic or paper. But we didn't have to pay five cents for the shopping bags. Each bag, five cents. Now, regardless if it's this reusable plastic or if it's a paper bag, if you go to a store, you're going to pay five cents for a bag. That just doesn't set well with me. You're passing on the cost that the consumer is already paying for. It doesn't quite settle well with me. I don't know. However, there are some shops and stores that are allowing people, if they do not buy a bag from them, that they credit them five cents. Now, that's a little bit of an incentive to change your habit, and that's a good way to get people to change habits. You incentivize. You don't penalize. And a lot of people are feeling penalized because of this. Let's go ahead and listen to some more of these Oregon legislators real quick. This is Mr. Gorsuch of Oregon. And he's worried about seeing the plastic bag flags flying around in the bushes. Let's listen in. We have a number of cities that are already taking this on. And, of course, the problem then, especially for many of the um, businesses that operate there, if they operate across the state, then they have some restrictions in some places and then no restrictions in others, which makes it difficult for them to do uh, the business that they need to do. I can also tell you that um, I represent... Troutdale, Wood Village, Fairview, um, North Gresham, and a little bit of Portland. And what I've been hearing from all of my small cities is that they support bills like this um, so that we can make this a statewide um, exemption. Uh, for instance, uh, now retired Mayor Tostarud uh, from Fairview, uh, he started working on this progress, uh, this process a year ago and was um, very instrumental in trying to put it forward, which was an admirable thing. But I think, as we've talked about, it's more important now to make it a statewide operation. Um, the one thing to remember, too, is that 
I have always recycled my plastic bags. I'm one of those weird people. I hold on to them and I take them down to the store and put them in the right bin so they don't end up in curbside. But it's very obvious that probably the majority of people do not do that. And uh, one of the things that I see all the time when I'm coming back from Salem, coming up the hill on 257th is the plastic bag flags that are all sitting there in the uh, the blackberry bushes and uh, it just does contribute to a rather unpleasant uh, scene not only you know visually but then there are also the uh, implications for um, animals and uh, other other situations so um, we also know <clears throat> that this bill could actually be a positive thing for job creation in the state of Oregon. Because one thing the state of Oregon does still make are paper bags. And so um, I look at this as something that um, actually makes more sense from in terms of a jobs bill in the state of Oregon. And uh, I do have a long connection to this uh, all the way back to when I was a kid. My father worked for the Association of Western Pulp and Paper Workers. And I think that this is something that um, can assist that group with the uh, switch to uh, bags of uh, paper content. Um, by the way, it does not also limit the idea of having recyclable bags, which some people do use, and I applaud them for that. But I think overall, this is going to be a good bill, jobs-wise, environmental-wise, and certainly landscape-wise in the state of Oregon. Thank you. And let's go ahead and just carry right on and listen to another one. This is Miss Peluso about the plastic bags threatening Oregon and the recycling. Let's listen in. Present <laughs> House District 50, the great city of Gresham. As Oregonians, we live in one of the most beautiful places on earth. We have the responsibility to protect the natural resources our environment and our economy depend on. We are long overdue in addressing single-use plastics. Now is the time to do something about these single-use plastics. Plastic bags float on our waterways. I've seen them in Johnson Creek in my district and across the state. They turn up on our beaches and in our oceans. They hurt sensitive wildlife. This isn't just a green issue. Last summer, I toured a sorting facility in southeast Portland that serves my district. Managers at the facility told me that plastic bags in our recycling system threaten their ability to do business and threaten Oregon's ability to recycle at all. We've worked hard with an unlikely coalition of environmentalists, business owners, to create a balanced policy that avoids loopholes and doesn't burden businesses or consumers. Sixteen cities and towns have already passed ordinances regulating plastic bags. For the sake of our state, it is now time to take statewide action. Thank you. So we do have some issues going on in Oregon here where the plastic bags are a big issue. And this this has been going on for quite some time. Now, just taking the plastic bags off the shelf, I don't know if that's the right answer. I don't have the right answer. It's what I call an unanswerable situation right now because everybody is stuck on stupid. We have to stop fighting. We have to come to sensible solutions 
And it's going to take putting our differences aside and understanding what the big picture and the big problem is. It's not always easy to step up and do, but that's where we are. It's time to step up and do something about a lot of things. This plastic bag, why I brought that up today is government overreach. Now, I don't really know if this should be in the hands of our government or not. I think this is a industry issue, and I think that we should be taking a lot of these profits that they've already made off of the paper and plastic bags and everything else that they've marked up 350,000% on us. Why don't we use some of that for research and development on sustainable ideas, solutions that will benefit everybody. I know there are plastics that are biodegradable. They break down easily. Why haven't we already begun to produce plastics like like this if we're going to continue the usage of plastics? Well, this is just more of the same If it's going to save them money and make them more money, it's not a big reason to do anything. So as long as we allow ill-gotten behaviors in our corporate society, well, we're going to deal with these types and many more issues. If you remember the strip mining issue, When the miners just wanted to keep stripping away, stripping away. This is industry. And we have a lot of brilliant people all around the world doing a lot of different things to solve these issues. There's a gentleman. I remember watching a YouTube clip or, yeah, it was a YouTube clip that came from Fireman Rich over on Twitter. He presented a solution to this problem of the plastic buildup in the ocean. They have built these, I'm not sure if they're boats, barges or what, but they have like nets that go up and they scoop up all this plastic and they're bringing this plastic that's out in that Pacific Ocean, back on land, and they are trying to produce products with this recycled plastic. This is one person that had an idea, that stepped up to the plate, and he's doing something. That's what it takes to resolve issues like this. Now, When we allow our children to come into the picture and introduce all this stress to the children, I don't know if that's a good idea for our children. And I think we need to get a grip on that portion of this problem. This this problem using children to highlight issues it's not a good way to do business i do not agree with it the 
plastic ban, I can live with because we do need to do something about this. And I do agree with that. However, what it is needs to be determined by adults that get paid to legislate. These ideas that we come up with shouldn't be adopted by children's thoughts. Anyway, that's my own personal opinion. Let's get back into this. We're going to go ahead and listen to one more clip about this single bag use. I have a bunch of questions. Okay. Uh, I went on um, to prepare for this. I looked at what the other side would say. So um, I don't know who wants to respond but the first thing is the uh, share this opportunity to answer questions looking at the Denmark's environmental quality commission study found that looking at the life cycle of everything the single-use plastic bag is the most environmentally friendly uh, it would take anywhere from 7 to 44 uses of a paper bag to equal that and one of the worst is cotton bags because of the damage to aquatic life created by water pollution how do you respond to that sure so the the denmark study that you reference actually doesn't look at the full life cycle of a reusable bag it compares that from a plastic and a and a paper and i and i will admit the the plastic is superior from a one-to-one trade-off standpoint but what we're trying to do with house bill 2509 is encourage encourage the use of reusable bags. Now, reusable bags can come in all different types and forms. Um, some of them are cotton. Some of them, a lot of them, in fact, the majority of them are, are polypropylene uh, woven. Um, they define reusable as 112 uses in California and in Washington. That's what they're looking in their legislation as well. Um, and these are far superior to the number of uses that you would get out of a plastic bag. The other thing the Denmark study doesn't do very well is it doesn't look at the cost of plastic cleanup in the environment. So the life cycle of that plastic is only looked at it from the consumer's use. It isn't actually looked at from the cost of cleanup. So all the cleanup that we talked about and spoke of, that's an additional life cycle cost in plastic that isn't really captured very well in that study. Having read the study, I disagree with your assertions, but I'll move on. Um, The Ocean Conservancy does uh, coastal cleanups. Plastic bags, I think in 2016 or 2017 were a small fraction compared with X billion cigarette butts, which are a much bigger issue. Why not deal with them? Uh, thank you for your question. We, we actually are trying to work on cigarette butts. We've been working on cigarette butts for about uh, 15 years. We absolutely agree that they are the number one littered item on our cleanups and the things that we find the most of. They don't truly biodegrade. Uh, we're here to talk about House Bill 2509, which is another attempt to work on plastic bags, which also pollutes the environment. Um, maybe not as uh, ubiquitous as, as cigarette butts, um, but certainly something that every consumer can pick, take part in. If the issue is that they're thrown away, uh, like cigarette butts, um, two things. It's a littering issue. um, So why not deal with it like we have with bottles and cans, which have been incredibly successful, and put a deposit on 
Sure. I think that's a great point. Bottles and cans have an excellent commodity and they have an excellent market. We don't have a great market for plastic bags right now um, or ever, really. And so a lot of that stuff piles up at our MRFs and other places and is not a true commodity like those other recyclable materials that you mentioned, such as bottle caps and bottles. Um, the bottle bill has been very excellent and with the redemption pro- process uh, at, at encouraging that type of recycling. But unfortunately, that, that sort of recycling uh, worldwide is just not available for us for plastic. Bags. There is a lot of development in the U.S. with plastic bags and recycling them into other products. And in Canada, they've been made, been made into plastic lumber, uh, other items, new plastic bags. So I, when you say there's not a market, that's that's changed. Uh, I, I, I respectfully disagree that there's there's not a, a large enough market for the two billion bags that uh, Oregonians consume on an annual basis. Um, I do believe that there are some some small markets for for recycling. None of them have deemed responsible enough to really take on the bulk of consumer products. And I think the biggest part, if you ask a lot of our waste haulers, is it is really difficult to get the plastic from the homeowner and the consumer to a proper recycling facility. They blow out of trucks, they blow on the roadsides, uh, and they end up in the environment usually faster than we can get them to the recycling facilities. What can you do uh, in the meantime as far as educating people? Well, we've been working really hard for the past uh, 10, 15 years in educating folks, engaging them in cleanup activities. Uh, we have a big Rise Above Plastics Pollution Day happening at the Capitol Building on March 14th. I encourage you guys <laughs> to come and cover that event. Uh, we'll be doing lots of work. I, I believe the governor may even be doing a proclamation about plastic pollution later this month. Um, so we're really excited about educating the public as best we can uh, and bringing them along and being a part of this bill. I'd like to go back and, since the representative is showing off the cotton bag, I'd like to go back and talk about that or ask about that because cotton is one of the highest sources of water pollution uh, because of the fertilizer and other things. And actually, we would all be better off if we didn't wear cotton probably. Um, So how do you equate that, what happens in the production of the cotton and in the bag compared with... um, the use of a single-use plastic bag, or if you use these mixed material recyclable, reusable bags, they're not recyclable because they have so many different components in them. Can you can you rephrase your question? I, I didn't. I missed the question. We have two. We have two questions. One is there's a lot of pollution created in rivers and estuaries and other places, including uh, cotton. So how can you justify then using a cotton? bag as better than a single-use bag, and what about these um, supposable reusable bags made of various uh, uh, components? They're thrown away at the end because they have so many different components that they cannot be easily separated for recycling. Yeah, I think your question was the, the, the cotton question, and then what do you do with a reusable bag when you're done using it, I, I think? Is that correct? So cotton, I'm not going to make a comparison between one type of product or another when it comes to cotton. I think there's a lot of different reusable bags out there. I don't believe all cotton is created equally. Uh, You have to look at the manufacturing. You have to look at the source. There's actually some very um, sustainable cotton products out there. That being said, I will say that the majority of the types of reusable bags that we see out there are made out of um, uh, actually polypropylene and, and, and recycled plastics. I myself personally have been using bags for decades, uh, 20 years. Actually, I have a cotton bag that my mom 
gave me when I was a child. Um, I think that life cycle of that bag is easily outweighed that uh, of a, of a single-use plastic bag. Um, as far as what we do with our other reusable bags when we're done using them, it sounds like maybe we have too many of them. So I'd encourage you to share them with somebody less fortunate that maybe doesn't have a single-use or doesn't have a reusable bag that they could use. Thank you. Uh -huh. So as you can see, both sides have legitimate arguments. How do we solve it? Well, we start talking. A lot of nonsense goes on in the world and people just don't talk about it. And that's unfortunate. Here in Oregon, they just legalized uh, marijuana. And I know that back in the days of our founders, they grew hemp and they produced all of the riggings for their selling ships and much, much more using hemp. Each, each citizen was required to grow one square acre of hemp for the union. So why are we not using hemp? Hemp is a lot better, in my opinion, than trees because you can grow it a lot quicker and a tree's life cycle takes so long and they produce so much oxygen for our earth i don't know let's let's think about using some hemp i know hemp can produce plastic too you know back in the day thomas edison was it thomas edison i i don't know maybe i misquoted that However, there was the point in time where Henry Ford, excuse me, it was Henry Ford, he produced hemp plastic for the car. And why didn't we stick with that? Well, these are questions we all have to research and we all have to be aware of how do we do things. A well-informed population and a caring population that's how we get good solid reforms changes that matter if we put our minds if we put our hearts into all of these issues we can tackle them throughout my life i've watched many many struggles come and go and the People always answer the call. America is strong. America is smart. But this plastic issue, it goes beyond our borders. You know, some of the rivers over there in India, when, when you've got plastic just floating on top of the river, and I'm talking you can't see the end of this plastic and garbage flowing out of these rivers. Well, how, how do we control the pollution in the oceans if nobody else in the world is going to care? So there's, there's this issue. We've got to start thinking about these pollution issues globally and let's really start educating people about what, how, and why. It really matters. Because if you're not aware of what you're doing and how it's 
handled through the life cycle of all products. If if you consume and you just toss without understanding what you're doing to our environment, to our world, well, we've got issues. So being informed, educated, and caring, it's common sense. Everything we do, you have to have those factors in your life or we're going to be swamped with problems. So let's put away our differences and start talking. It's quite easy. Anyway, let's get into one more clip here. It's from Verify. Why is Walmart selling plastic bags if they are banned in Oregon? Let's listen. Plastic bags are now banned in grocery stores across Oregon. Our Kristen Severance is here to verify why one major chain is still allowed to use them. We got an email about this from a viewer saying Walmart was still using these plastic bags in January, even though the plastic bag ban went into effect. So what's the deal? Our source for this story is the state's guide to the plastic bag ban. So the bags offered by Walmart are reusable, and the retail giant recommends shoppers wash and reuse the bags 125 times. According to the new state law, reusable plastic bags are not banned. However, stores have to charge customers at least five cents per bag. That's how much this bag costs. We called several Walmart stores in the Portland area who are charging between five and ten cents per bag. Walmart has been expanding sales of these reusable bags across the country since April of 2019. The bags are made from recycled plastic and have a smaller carbon footprint than most single-use bags. So we can verify that, yes, Walmart is using plastic bags, but they are reusable, and that's allowed under the state's new rules. Do you have something you want us to verify? Let us know. Email us at verify at kgw.com. And there you have it. Walmart is selling bags for five cents a piece, but they're reusable. And you take them home, you wash them out and bring them back. That's a reusable plastic bag. So really not much changed, but you have to pay for your bags. Interesting. I don't know. There's a lot of debate here. People are mad. It hit them like a ton of bricks. And it's kind of an interesting thing that we all should think about. Because plastic is one of those destructive things in our world. And it it's both a help and a hindrance. You know, I went and I was at one of those unhealthy fast food joints yesterday. And even the plastic straws now, you have to ask for a straw. So even the plastic lids, you know, they're still out. So these things that they're trying to do, I understand totally the efforts, but are they the right efforts? A lot more people should be getting involved in talking about this so we can find good practical solutions. I don't know. I think I am done for the day. I do open up 
our show at the end of the cast for free speech. If you would like to say anything, have comments, concerns, you got the mic for five minutes if you would like it. If not, I am going to close out the show. And I wish each and every one of you a happy-go-lucky day. And join us right back here tomorrow morning about 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time because you never know what we're going to talk about next right here on Keeping It Real. I'm Ed Waters. Thank you for joining us today. Share, like, and subscribe, and tell all of your family and friends. Get involved, get educated, and get motivated, people. We are America strong, we're America proud, and we need to unite. Let's do this.